Hi there. Just a word of warning. We may say some bad words in this podcast, so please don't subject it to your kids. Similarly, if you want to find a bad language yourself, maybe press pause now. You realise I'm about to turn 35, right? Fucking hell, you're 35. No, oh, Joe. About to be. Well, in, in, in September, in what, less than three months' time? So not really about to be. Yeah. Yeah, it's a qu- less than a quarter of a year. It's about to ah, be. Ah, true. Mm, if, you're three, if you're three quarters of the way through something, you're about to get there. Well, hopefully, we're three quarters of the way through this podcast, so let's hurry the fuck up and get into it. <laughs> you're only eight minutes in. Welcome along to Barely a Quiz. Now this again is the podcast about cool beer and even cooler quizzes. This is run by, as usual, three guys who sadly aren't quite as cool. This is where pub quiz meets podcast. All of our favourite combos. So welcome back to everyone joining us again tonight for another hopefully great podcast. My name is Dan. Uh, I'm going to be your host again for the evening. And with me I've got Joe. Hello there. With the world's longest pause and pre, if you can tune in a little bit quicker than Joe just did, that'd be great. Hello there. <laughs> uh, so I okay. <laughs> what was wrong with my pause? That was fine. That's the longest you've ever lasted, mate. Be proud of it. Now, so I think we can safely say it's now become the absolute norm for us to take well over a month for us to get our lives back on track enough to put together enough another podcast but i can tell you who it is absolutely fucking fantastic to have you both back for another round of barely a quiz so tonight's podcast as i was talking about with you both earlier it has a bit of a special touch to it for me um this could well be the last podcast i record from new zealand with you both the next time I tune in with two of you, I'll likely be a hell of a lot closer to your homeland than either of you. So I am looking forward this evening to sending off New Zealand with a few choice brews with you both and uh, kicking off into the next chapter with style and as per normal, no grace whatsoever. So <laughs> as, you, as you may or may not be aware, life has been um, racing along for me a bit lately. There's only four days left at my current job, a brewery that we've agreed not to name, although it possibly rhymes with mates. Um, now, before I touch on how you both still, um, <laughs> before I touch in on how you've both been doing, um, Joe, I think this might, this might be the first time you've been sober in the last 72 hours, um, straight on the back of uh, the Europa Conference League final. So before I even get to pre, I want to hear how you're doing, man. What's been going on? Oh, mate, it's been both um, the best couple of days of my life and also probably the roughest couple of days of my life. (laughs) Um, This is probably... um, (laughs) Over the last couple of days, I've had like evening hangovers because (laughs) it's just been a nonstop party, basically um so for, for for context for people who probably aren't um aware or don't know me that well um i'm a supporter of 
the greatest football team in London, West Ham United, um, who were the only side in London who have won a trophy this year. Um, we won the <laughs> Europa Conference League final um, in the well, last few minutes of the game, which was team incredibly... <laughs> well, no, to be fair, I mean, Arsenal did really, really well, which is the Pre's team for everyone else. Um, you know, they were on top of the league for the majority of the season. Um, so they got they, they got that trophy of almost winning an actual <laughs> real trophy. Um, but we actually won a trophy, which, you know, that's all you've really kind of play football for, which is, which is to win. Um, it was been really satisfying. Got to hang out with the Kiwi Hammers, um, with a big group of people watching the game, drinking, celebrating our first ever trophy since 1980, which is kind of crazy. And my second ever cup final with West Ham, um, which, uh, you know, the other one was in 2006. I can't remember what happened. I don't really care. <laughs> I, um, I, I, I received uh, photographs from Joe at 8.36 on a Thursday morning of two pints of hazy, which I, I'm going to guess that's orange, Emerson's orange roughy um, that we were having. <laughs> um, and... It's it, it seemed heavy, but no, it was um yeah, it was a very messy. And the worst thing was, I was too anxious to actually eat breakfast, um. So I didn't actually eat breakfast until I think I got home. Yeah, it's a good way to start the, the day, afternoon. mate. You're golden. Napped it off, woke up, hungover, um, was spewing that evening, um, and yeah just just been like trying to recover since then really um it's been good times i, I wouldn't trade it for the world <laughs> <laughs> oh my word yeah jo joe is a really nervous um <laughs> like football watcher I, I remember when we watched the world cup together we were watching england and it's like it's like watching a football match next to a guy who is pretty much on the verge of a nervous breakdown and just can't like can't handle anything that's happening in front of him and it's it, you're right you don't eat you kind of they're half shaking just muttering to yourself profusely sweating, sweating. it's not <laughs> it's, great it's bad <laughs> it's like not a good experience um, <laughs> could you possibly refresh our memories as well, to how england I, actually I, did in that world cup just yeah no no that, that's that's fair enough so it didn't go well which which kind of really justifies it, my my thought process, if anything. Um, you know, West Ham <laughs> obviously have just that that star factor. Hmm. They've got to get up and go. <laughs> they've got they've got the real drive to actually win trophies. England have burnt me too many times. So they mustn't have many English players then, is what uh, you're the, saying. The, the captain's English. Thank you very much. The the the, the winning goal scorer. Um, and they won was despite the that. The guy who scored the last minute winner was English, and he doesn't play for England. Which I think maybe Gareth Southgate, if you if you're watching or listening, um, you know, maybe listen to us. <laughs> Jared Bowen, he's your guy. All right, so so Joe's been on an absolute fucking bender. Pre, what have you been up to? The responsible one of the three of us. Oh, I'm not being that responsible. I think I've lost my voice twice in three weeks. The last time we tried to put a date into record, I lost my voice so badly. 
that week that um, I sounded unrecognisable. And as you can probably hear tonight, I'm a little bit um, hoarse. You still sound <clears throat> Because, um, well, thank you very much. But uh, yeah, I just, um, I've just been doing a lot of sp- lots of shouting recently um for no good reason and uh, it's taking a strain on my voice <laughs> um apologies uh, if i sound gravelly um but uh yeah i'm slowly slowly recovering and uh, i'm sure i'm sure podcasting is really good for for the vocal cords so um definitely Your james l jones right impression <laughs> is good for our good for our listeners to be honest yeah that's what i that's what I reckon. <laughs> the people are enjoying it. Now, although last time we did decide to ignore complete reason and we chose to bring a couple of lagers into the foray in the middle of winter. So tonight I understand we're keeping things a tad more seasonal. So for tonight's contest between Joe and Pre, if you haven't heard this before, this is our barely a fridge uh, segment. So they'll both bring a wheat beer to the table to see who can lock down another spot in the all-fabled fridge. So as per usual, I'll be pitting Joe, Pre- Joe and Pre against each other to pitch both of their beers to me. So once they've managed their sales pitch, I'll get to choose who takes out another coveted place in the fridge. And for our followers out there, you'll know that tonight we're in for another potentially famous quiz round. 10 questions of Joe and Pre battling against one another and 10 questions of us having to lis- listen to Joe's absolute fucking whinging about my questions. So last week, I'll be honest, we didn't hear the uh, the end of Joe's complaining about even the title of my directions round. So hopefully, mate, Joe, it's a, it's a bit more up your alley this week, mate. Like, I've got 10 questions about the wonderful world of pies lined up just for you. But um, backtracking to our barely a fridge and our bring your own segment. So um, I have to say, lads, I'm genuinely really, really interested for tonight's section of bring your own. Like, as you both know, like, I'm not a massive drinker of wheat beers. So I'm treating tonight as a great chance to hopefully learn a bit more about them. Like this is very much a blank slate for me. And so that means that there's all to play for, for the both of you. So if anyone can talk me through some wheat beers, anyone want to kick us off into the world of wheat beers? Joe, Pre, floor's yeah, I yours. Think, um, I think I'll kick off Pre with your permission. Yeah, no, definitely. Cause uh, I know fuck all. <laughs> About wheat beers. <laughs> um, you could have spoken those sentence after the word "all," mate. <laughs> um, yeah, like, like, like uh, yeah, because we, we, I'll be honest. We usually kind of talk a little bit about the beer and kind of what's what what a wheat beer is. But uh, to be honest, I don't actually like really know. Um, wheat wheat beers for me to, to like, so I can't talk from like a brewing perspective. I mean, I, I imagine they use a different kind of like barley or, or, or wheat to brew the beer, blah, 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 who cares? But basically wheat beer for me is a really good gateway into craft beer. And for me, I've got quite a lot of nostalgia for, for wheat beers because um, I, it kind of was me going from the world of, you know, kind of export gold, spates, your kind of lower end ales, um, and moving into kind of your nicer beers. And the one that got me into it was the Tuatara Hefe. Um, and for, for me, if, yeah, if I was yeah. to describe a 
wheat beer to somebody who doesn't know a huge amount about beers. I would say it's kind of a beer that tastes a little bit like banana bread. It has a really nice kind of um, warming, like <laughs> banana-y like note to it that it makes it such an easy drink. And it usually carries quite like a high percent, well, not like a huge high percentage, but like, you know, you'd minimum you'd find like a five or six percent. So really dangerously easy to drink, but um, dangerous. And I like danger. God, you turned all creepy there. As you I, said killed, that. I killed the audience. Wow. Yeah. Like, wow. That's, that's I can't believe you don't have more things. Yeah. yeah. I didn't. Yeah. I, like, usually I kind of prepare something, but I, I, no, I'm just going to own it. I didn't. Fuck it. It's good. Good beer. Good wow. beer made with wheat. There yep. you are. <laughs> Educational podcast. So we, so I really wanted to learn more about wheat beers tonight, and my takeaway is it's good beer made with wheat, banana bread. So thank you so much for that, John. For that incredible. <laughs> Don't forget the banana bread. What what uh, what beer did you bring along to the party tonight, Joe? Mate, so for this one, um, I brought a wheat beer that I've ne- never actually had before. So ooh, always a little bit risky, but I will remove the risk by saying you do love that danger from a very good brewery. I love danger, mate. Um, so this this beer is the Eight Wired Citrus Paradisi or Paradisi Paradisi, I would assume, um, and it's from Eight Wired Brewery, uh, who are located in Walkworth. Um, which, if you are kind of near that um, that Walkworth Aucklandy area, I would highly recommend yeah. you go out to their brewery because it was actually a really nice. Oh, they do some amazing stuff. It, it's amazing the, even just the stuff. venue itself is nice. The food is good, and their quality and selection of beers are incredible. Particularly, and um, they love their stouts, and they do their stouts yeah. really well. Hundred percent agree. Um, but the beer yeah. that we've got is a wheat and the citrus paradisi. I'm going to keep saying it, even though I don't actually know how to pronounce it properly. But that's okay. We're a podcast for fun. We're not a podcast to to actually learn anything. Um, is a grapefruit American wheat <laughs> ale. Um, it sits at five percent, and I I feel like you know we talked about the grapefruit hazy that I had and how it's good for breakfast. I would in, in strongly encourage everyone to have this for breakfast. Um, particularly if you're sitting back and watching your sports team <laughs> win a major trophy, which 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 has happened to me. And that's how we lost so many listeners and never got any endorsement. I would strongly recommend you have this beer for breakfast. Yeah, well, okay. Well, maybe Dan can, can kind of renege on that and I'll get kicked off the podcast. It's my final one ever, guys. Um, but anyway, I've just poured it into the glass. So you don't get to hear that satisfying crack, but... Um, even just the aesthetic of the beer, you can kind of see it being really light. Um, I my history with kind of mm. wheat beers are usually that they're quite cloudy, um, but this is really light, and the grapefruit comes through really strongly, or the citrus at the very minimum, if it's not grapefruit specifically, comes through incredibly strongly. Um, mm. So what the, what what they've said about it is that. Fruit and wheat beer is a classic yet underappreciated combo, which I'd say I'd have to agree with, particularly banana as a fruit. For this beer, we brewed an American-style wheat for a clean, light base beer upon which we could fill with grapefruit and intense citrus. An additional dry hop helps to accentuate the bright citrus flavors for a supremely refreshing owl. 
a slice of paradise in a glass. Now, what I'm going to do for this first sip is I'm just going to close my eyes and I encourage all the listeners to close their eyes with me and just picture we're on a beach in Fiji. I don't think anyone what has trouble on? closing their eyes around you. I'm excited. Are you providing therapy? <laughs> Why not? There's nothing wrong with that. Hey, if you find this podcast therapeutic, then... It's basically just his marital advice. He's just going, look, if you could just close your eyes, this will be a lot more enjoyable. (laughs) I think he's trying to hypnotise people. Listeners, don't listen. He he is hypnotising you. You'll end up thinking you're a chicken. We've got a a face for radio, so um, listen to our soothing voice. Um, Anyway... (laughs) Before I have this sip, I'm just going to give a, a couple more nuggets of information about this beautiful beer. <laughs> so this beer, um, it's on Untapped, which is is kind of a benchmark that we often use. Um, it's at 185, so a small number of votes, um, but a high rating at 3.74 out of five. Now for the taste. Ooh. That's actually really, really yummy. And I'm going to drink that dangerously quick. It's only 5%, so that's, that's not too bad. Um, <laughs> but no, that's actually like, I've got kind of a sore throat as well. And even just that sip was really soothing on the sore throat. Um, the grapefruit is really strong. Probably one of the strongest kind of fruity um, beers that I think I, I've, I've had. And it has that kind of, wheaty i don't know i don't know the word i'm looking for it very much feels like a like a wheat beer um with a grapefruit note which is kind of good because that's what they're aiming for um i 100 would drink that again and in fact i'm gonna have another sip <laughs> oh fuck me that's that's actually this is so a great good. audio wow format, Joe. <laughs> Oh no! Um, I'll watch like, it go over to pre because oh, that's that's so tasty. I just want to sit back and drink this. Or oh, um, the can. I haven't talked about the can. <laughs> I'm all over the show today. That's how good this beer is. Um, so the can. I'm going to hold up to the camera for this audio only podcast. Um, it's got. It basically looks like a, a grapefruit. It's got a nice like like pinky orangey um, like can design. Although it's probably more orange. It's a cool label. Yeah, it's a really cool label. It's got the the, the cool eight wired logo across the middle with just some simple font. It's 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 exciting. It, it's dangerous, and we know we love danger. Um, and it does exactly what it says in the tin. It gives you that kind of grapefruity, um, wheaty vibe. It does contain gluten though, so if you're gluten free, please avoid this beer. But we're not, so we're okay. That was a slightly random fact you to do finish realize off. that every single beer we've reviewed contains gluten. Yeah, and I think that's kind of exclusionary to some of our gluten-free audience. And you're bringing this in in the eighth podcast. So, like, every celiac in the country who's been listening to our podcast, they're just like, oh, why the fuck didn't you tell me that before? Do you know what? I take full responsibility, just not in the legal sense um, for that. As you should, as you should. But no, that's good. That's All that's right, really so good. Three, now that now that Joe has um successfully jizzed into his own beer, um, do you want to kick us off for you, for what you brought to the party? Uh, sure thing. So I have brought in a beer by Sunshine Brewing called Crystal nice. Weissen, which is a German wheat beer. Um, mm. now 
Dan, I'll, I'll do the crack while I, you know, while while we we're alive on air because I actually have tried this before. I haven't taken the risk, like Joe, not even trying the beer. Um, so I tried it um, a couple of nights ago, and the uh, first thing I noticed when I poured it out was the word crystal is appropriate. It is one of the clearest beers I've ever <laughs> drunk. Oh, wow. I mean, I'm holding oh, up to the gosh. camera. Oh my it looks like a Dan lager. And, yeah, it's. It's so see-through yeah. that it's almost like you could, I think you could read a book through a glass. It's that clear. I'm learning There's... so much because like wheat, the wheat beers I know, you you couldn't see through them. Like they were just cloudy. They were hazy. That's it. Like... That's it. You're totally right. And so this is, this is why what I've brought in is extremely rare. So this is a crystal beer and that's spelt with um, a K, K-R-I-S-T-A-L-L, which I'm guessing is the German word for for crystal <coughs> so, <coughs> sorry <coughs> there goes my voice um so it's uh it's it's a filtered um beer um which is why it's so clear and as you say like that's um it's not normally what you do with wheat beers um it is a, a sort of a blend of a pilsner a wheat beer uh but it uses german yeast which is which is where it sort of gets yeah. its heritage from and what it offers really is quite a interesting set of tastes. So it's super crisp, really, really light, but then it's okay. got this kind of like spice to it. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't really, like out of nowhere. Spice just says, I'm just gonna have a quick sip now. Yeah. So it's not very, it's not very carbonated. So it's super smooth. Um, but not not like to the point where you'd say it's like a flat beer. Um, it's just got a little bit of fizz in there. It's almost it's quite refined, like a, almost like a champagne. Um, and okay. <clears throat> yeah, there's this very like very slight sort of spicy note to it, which that's the only way I can describe it. That banana bread kind of taste that Joe was talking about earlier does come through. And you guys are gonna <laughs> you guys are gonna hate me for this, but I slight tinge of baked beans, very slight tinge. Of baked beans in there. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so baked bean it's, taste. Yeah, it, it's super. It's it's a rare rare beer. So on on Untapped, there's only been 35 people who've had the privilege of um, of drinking and reviewing it. Um, it's they they obviously didn't know what they were doing because they scored it three and a half, and it and I actually think it deserves to be way higher than than that. Um, I think this is the kind of beer that you we say this quite a lot in terms of it's a dangerous one in terms of how easy you can drink it but this i think is the winner for that just just purely based on how light it is it's effectively um as close to a lager as you'd find a wheat beer but with that great What's the ABV on that one? it's an abv of five percent so it's pretty sensible oh, yeah. stuff Free. um Given, given the yeah. the baked bean taste that you've just alluded to, would you buy this beer again in hindsight? <laughs> okay, here we go. Yeah, uh, that's not good. So um, I'll, I'll just I'll try and ignore that insane pun because uh, to be fair, Sunshine have had a um, a go themselves at ch- checking puns onto the can here. So their their can is a it's mainly white. Um, it's uh, it's got a German sort of flag banner at the bottom in Gothic writing on the label. Um, 
<laughs> and uh, its tagline on it is uh, "Enjoy and heifer nice day," uh, which is a, a tip to the word hefeweizen, which I think is the German for uh, wheat beer. I, I hope. <laughs> um, so, and it, and it has an outline of of I think the west coast of something on here. Um, oh, that would be the west coast of New Zealand. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, my pitch to you is i'm bringing in literally a diamond of a beer here this is so rare it's it's like a crown jewel you're not going to find it very easily and i think what you should be putting in the fridge is beer you should be promoting beers that just don't you don't see that often um and are a bit of a surprise and tonight the Crystal Weissen is that beer. Um, none of this fruit nonsense in your wheat beer. Just baked beans. <laughs> I have to say, I have to say, lads, that um, both of your sales pitches tonight have been exceptional. I've truly enjoyed them. Um, you've both brought uh, beers from breweries that I really, really love. And so it, it's tough because, like, I love Sunshine. I love Eight Wired. It's a tough call. There is um, there is one thing that gets one of the beers over the line, I think. Both of them sound like exceptional beers. I would love both of them in the fridge. Obviously, we can't manage that. The one thing that gets it over the line is that I'm fairly certain one of you tonight got a genuine erection drinking your beer <laughs> and i'm fairly certain that was joe joe you take the win tonight with your eight wide oh thank you very much you're I'm, in the fridge son i'm already kind of halfway through this beer i've just drank it so quickly it's very dangerous and this is worthy of how a quickly win. do you reckon you'll be able to get back up for your second round like i mean you're 32 now i mean that doesn't happen quickly oh me yeah, it'd be a bit dusty in more ways than one. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, Pre. Like, I love Sunshine Brewing. They make great no, it, stuff. It's all right. But it's all right. It's a fair I, play. I've, I've got to give it to Joe tonight. The he, I think he genuinely wanted to fuck his beer tonight. So, ah, oh, mate, honestly, this grapefruit he, is you can't gloss. Yeah, so amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Right, Joe is back in the fridge. It's been a minute for Joe, I think. I don't think you've had a win in a while, so this is good for you. You know, you're getting some beers in there. So I want to thank you both for your uh, for your entries today. Um, now, of course, for those of you listening out there, if you do want to see more about the beers we've showcased today and also see the full set of beers in the fridge so far, then head to at Quiz on Instagram. Check out the link tree on our profile. You'll be able to see all the details about our beers, everything that's going in there. They are, they are all top-notch. Like, there's some fantastic ones in there. So it's a good-looking fridge at the minute, lads. I have to say, like, if I came around to either one of your house and you had those beers in the fridge, I would be pretty damn chuffed. So this... um. This, this moves us on, and I have to say, as always, it's the favourite part of, my, of the podcast here with you both. Joe, Pre, once again, for the eighth time in season one, 
Are you ready to quiz on me? Oh, I was born ready for this. Oh, I very much am. Oh, those are the words I love to hear. Those are the words I love to hear. So, like I mentioned earlier, our quiz tonight is going to be about pies. But just for my own entertainment, I just want a quick reminder now. And I mean, I can say it's for those of you who tuned in the last pod, into the last podcast. It's it's solely for me. Joe Pre, how did you um both get on last time with directions? Um, what what was your scores out of ten? Can you remember? I believe I got a six out of ten. I think I got quite a strong score last time. But I like how you've changed the name nice. from directions um, to directions from never shit on a wheat bit or something. <laughs> <laughs> that just sounds like a budget version of someone who went through scouts <laughs> yeah i i think uh dan i i i didn't do so well on that with the two and a half i think out of ten um however um i think quite a lot of people struggled on it dan i think it was a pretty difficult quiz round i my sister messaged me with her answer she got a four out of ten um and, and she's significantly smarter than i am which means that you know, that is it is a tough quiz. However, um, she pointed out something very interesting to me, Dan, which I think is worth bringing up, that there is no such okay. theatre called the West End Theatre. So what for, for reference for this is in the last episode, one of the questions was, you know, which theatre is regarded as sort of the source of or the home of commercial theatre or modern day commercial theatre, effectively. And... Um, uh, the, the the answer that Dan uh, provided for that was the West End Theatre. Now, I, I, I this confused me a bit. I'm literally I, looking at it on Google right now. I can tell you the address. Uh, what? Okay, cool. What if, address have you got? Because <laughs> I, I honestly oh, had a look no, around. Oh no, this is backfired badly on me. This is. Oh, I no. had a real look wait, around. Wait, 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 Dan. If I can save you, if I can save you, Dan. My brother, um, he got five out of ten because he like me is an intellect and is an intellect <laughs> um and he did one of his right answers was west end so um we are both intellectual we both got better quiz answers and quite clearly it's a thing because it's not just me who knew it so like, i i pre sister i appreciate your work but i've got to go with joe on this yeah no, well, up, hang on hang on Who's the diva now? I found no. I found the line on Wikipedia where which sourced the question. So the way Dan phrased the question, it it was there is a line on Wikipedia saying the West End Theatre, um, but also along with Broadway, by the way, um, is is known Ooh, to be. No, he might be right. Yeah, to be the uh, you know the source of sort of this commercial theatre thing. But further down the page, it says the West End Theatre is is a general term to um because theater plural is the same right so yeah yeah so it's a general term it's not an actual theater um there's no physical west end theater and joe i've I've looked hard there is not <laughs> it is just to, to be west fair end dan did, in your question oh, i apologize wholeheartedly, wholeheartedly the pre-sister no, no 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 dan you don't need to apologize right did you say specifically do you have to do you have to say whether it's generally or specifically in 
when you're asking these questions. I think pre is just uh, the the question mean, was I which theatre. You being you being two men of intellect in general terms. And it was a question about directions that you yeah. might have picked up on where I was going with that. But you know, that's fine. That's fine. Sometimes I like to apply common sense. It's okay. Look at uh, pre, and just because you can't match it doesn't mean. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm just pointing it out there. I, I'd look at if anything. I do. I do. You know. I don't want to add to the uh, the flood of fake news that is out there. Um, so I'm just just pointing out there that you know um, check ch- have a double check on the West End if you're ever you know um, <laughs> thinking about it. <laughs> just just make sure you're right. <laughs> well, hopefully, well, um, one of these questions about you... pies is around sour lemons or being bitter because pre would. Be <laughs> I can promise you tonight there are no pie questions that involve directions. So for those of you who are out there listening, I do encourage you to pick up a pen and a paper, open a note on your phone, obviously start a message with someone called Aaron, play along with us. Um, you, I mean, going on from what they've just been saying, you will likely beat both Joe and Pre. And I specifically want to hear about it if you do. Hit us up, of course, at, at Quiz on Instagram. We do want to hear your scores. We love hearing them. And even even more so than that, I love being able to mock Joe and Pri, um, if they ever get any of their questions wrong. And you've all smashed it. So please do hit us up if you can. Let's, should we kick off with question one? Are we ready for that? Let's go. Let's go. Now, so this is barely a quiz. It's all about pies. Which character on The Simpsons, this is question one, which character on The Simpsons famously created a superhero alter ego called Pie Man? Their calling card was running around town smashing pies in the faces of wrongdoers. Which character on The Simpsons famously created a superhero alter ego called Pie Man? Their calling card was running around town, smashing pies in the faces of wrongdoers. They did end up getting blackmailed. Mm-hmm. I feel like I should absolutely know one. this. Do you, but do you, do you know that, Joe? Because I feel like I you're feel, a bit of a Simpsons fan. Yeah, like I, 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 I like the Simpsons. I feel like I should know this, but for some reason it's just evading me or escaping there, me. There was a character that jumped to mind immediately for me. I don't know it, but it jumped to mind immediately. But then the whole thing about wrongdoers at the end has thrown me. Yeah. <laughs> oh crap. Hmm. Okay. All right. I've got an answer. Yeah. All right. Question two. Now I did run this question past Olivia, and she didn't even need the need the multi choice. She didn't actually need the end of the question. But this is multi choice. Question two. Starting almost fifty years ago. In which small central Otago town would I find the iconic original location for the world famous Jimmy's Pies? A. Roxborough, B. Clyde, C. Alexandra, D. Cromwell. Hmm. Okay. Options were the the iconic original location of the famous Jimmy's Pies, A. Roxborough. B. Clyde, C. Alexandra, D. Cromwell. Are, are Jimmy's Pies genuinely world famous? In the South Island, absolutely. 
Oh, oh yeah, because yeah, the South Island is the whole world. Yeah, I'm glad you finally came around. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I I've heard of I've heard of Jimmy's pies when upon moving here, but um, that's pretty world famous <laughs> to me. To be yeah, honest, I can't, what more do you need? I yeah, yeah, I can't pin it down on a town. To be fair, unfortunately, Joe, do you know do you, do you know that one? You reckon? Nah, I've got a pretty. Actually, I'd say a pretty educated guess. It's not really an educated guess. It's just a guess based off of reasons to oh. talk about when we're giving the answer. But nah, I'm not that confident. All right. That's zero out of two for both of us so far, Dan. Let's go. <laughs> this is good. Question three. Question three. A caramelized upside down apple tart is more traditionally known in French cuisine as a what? I'll give you a hint. It's two words. I think I know that. Oh, yes. Caramelized upside down apple tart is more traditionally known in French cuisine as a what? Yeah. Two words. I, I, I know this. Joe, how are you cooking on that question? Not well. Hey, like it's going to be one of those that when I hear it, I'll be like, of course it was. We're now really stretching the definition of a pie, eh, with this question. <laughs> No, see, I expect there's some pushback on this question, but what is the definition of a pie? Pastry and filling. Um, I'm struggling with this. Again, it's right on the tip of my brain, tongue, fingertip. (laughs) What the fuck? Okay. Actually, now I don't think I know this. (laughs) (laughs) I've, um... There we go. (laughs) It's as soon as Dan oh, mentioned mate. the definition of a pie, it's uh, it's screwed over my thinking as to what I think this thing actually is. Oh damn! I really hope I really hope you write down the oh. right answer, cross it out, and then put down something wrong because of that. Well, I just literally just crossed out. Yeah, what this I wrote is, this down is the kind of stuff you quizmasters get off on, eh? Oh yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent, big time. Um, Question. Four. Question four is multi-choice, and obviously I, I want to include this question because you're just both such New Zealand natives. Following years of frequent calls for its return, this is multi-choice, following years of frequent calls for its return, in which year did McDonald's bring back Georgie Pie throughout its restaurants? Was it A, 2007, B, 2010, C, 2013, or D, 2016? Do you know, I just started writing down Georgie Pie. I got so excited when you started reading out the question. I was like, no, what it's called. Hang on, what is Georgie Pie? <laughs> oh, mate, no, don't tell him. That's it. It's done. <laughs> Georgie Pie is a Kiwi institution. Well, was a Kiwi institution. It's basically just like a beef pie, right? You used to be able to get dollar pies. It was golden. It was, like a it was so pie, good. Mate. Like, it was, yeah. Right. It was iconic. In which year did McDonald's bring back Georgie Pie throughout its restaurants? A, 2007, B, 2010, C, 2013, D, 2016. That's question four. Um. So, are we, are, Joe, are you saying that they don't do it? They don't do them anymore today, or no, no, no? They were discontinued finally and eventually in twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. Oh, so I was actually in New Which Zealand. I think when you moved over, <laughs> they got discontinued. Yeah. 
Well, yeah, I just missed all of that. I mean, okay. Um, <clears throat> I've got an answer. I mean, this is a real stab in the dark. I don't even know what it is, so I, I don't know how I'm going to know when it was introduced or reintroduced. <laughs> well, you've got a one in four chance, so you're pretty all yeah. right. Yeah, why not? Cool. Question five. Question five. What is the fourth number after the decimal point and the mathematical constant known as pi. What is the fourth number? Ah, I know that one, which is good. I just wrote That's out. Question five. I've I've gone straight to the third number. <laughs> <laughs> I really hope that third number is wrong too, with your confidence. Oh damn, Joe, you wrote that down straight away. Like you, you know that. Yeah, for some reason, like when I was like ten, I just memorized like the first like six decimals of pi. So I take it. Wow. Yeah. God, you had an exciting time as a ten-year-old, eh? (laughs) 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 Oh, he was too busy hanging out with all his mates. Too busy watching West End lose. Now this is multi-choice again. (laughs) Question six. This is multi-choice again. Who was the director of the award-winning 2012 film Life of Pi? A. Danny Boyle. B. Guillermo del Toro. C. Ron Howard. D. Ang Lee. Was it A. Danny Boyle. B. Guillermo del Toro. C. Ron Howard. Or D. Ang Lee. Isn't it? Who directed Life of Pi in 20- Guillermo del Toro. Not... What's that? Isn't it like Guillermo del Toro? No. I always thought I always thought L's were like GM, like like you don't pronounce the L's in Spanish. Guillermo. 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 Yeah, there we go. I don't yeah. know. I, I just. Okay, I'm you're still pronouncing the L's, but. So we've we've probably all in, uh, pronounced it completely incorrectly and butchered it. So, <laughs> so apologies to anyone who. Oh, yeah. Offending our like Spanish or Mexican <laughs> we absolutely fucking butchered. Either way. It's question six. Was it A, Danny Boyle, B, a butchered name, C, Ron Howard, or D, Ang Lee? <laughs> Cheers, Don and Joy. <laughs> Is The Life of Pi the, the movie with uh, a tiger in it? Is that the one I'm thinking of? Yeah. 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 All right. It's um based off the book. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The movie's really good. <clears throat> Question seven. When the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie, that's Amore. Is a lyric sung originally by which famous member of the Rat Pack? The song was sung and released in 1953. When the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie, that's Amore. Who was that sung by? Famous member of the Rat Pack. Do you realize how old we are, right? Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I... Yes, but everyone knows that song. Who sings it? <laughs> <laughs> um, it's... Yeah, you're right, Dan. Everyone knows that song. Um, but it's definitely one of those songs where it. you don't generally know who, sang, who sings it, yeah. Or... Well, that sounds like a you problem, Martin. 
I had also right, yeah. wrote down that to um, while you're halfway through the question. You really need to just keep listening to the questions, man. But yeah, I should. Yeah, you just got you got one of those voices, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> That's question seven. Question eight. This is also multi-choice, and again, specifically tailored because I know you are such both New Zealand locals. Okay. Multi-choice. The South Canterbury town of Waimate is famous for making what kind of pies? A. Wallaby. B. Rabbit. C. Possum. D. Venison. Got a pretty good guess on that. If it's any consolation, question nine is a bit more closer to home for you both. hope so. I mean, damn, we hope you're pouring out a beer in unless it's not, not doing something else. <laughs> it's like the awkward silence as well. Yeah. Oh, fuck it, old I I was pouring out a beer, but I can tell you that um, I made the rookie mistake of pouring it straight in. So You poured well. that really fast, Dan. Like, that was an incredibly quick pour. Well, that's what they say about me, incredibly quick. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Question nine. <laughs> Question nine. Again, a bit more closer to home. To be considered authentic, a traditional Cornish pasty must include what kind of meat? Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm going to love this if you get it wrong. I've I've got a meat I've just put down, but I'm hoping this is not like one of those trick questions where you've got to get like the the breed of the animal as well. Oh no. Like no 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 no. You don't have to get the breed. Okay. Cool. In that case I've got I think I'm pretty sure I've got this. Joe, well, when was the last time you had a Cornish pasty? don't recall the last time I had it it's it's it would have been like oh wow years and years and years like 15 years <laughs> fair play I can see why you're struggling the last time I had one was five years ago <sighs> see no. that's not a fair question maybe we should set one up all right that was question nine question 10 our final question and our Barely a quiz round tonight of pies. Question 10. What kind of pie did Jason Biggs's character, Jim Levenstein, have an unfortunate incident, incident with in the 1999 film American Pie? Pre, please tell me, like looking at your mm. face, please tell me you've seen this movie. You no, were no, a teenager oh, no, once. I've seen it. I know the sure. scene. Oh. Yeah, no, yeah. We've all been there. Oh, no, so we haven't all been there. Um, what? But... <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> <great>. <laughs> I bet it's not been there. <laughs> wow! <laughs> I bet it's the same. We've all seen it, but it came out really badly. 
my thinking no. face is is trying to remember what type of pie it was. Um, I think I, I think I do know what type of pie it is. Um, yeah, okay. I've got an answer for that. that gentlemen, is question ten. So, if you've all got the ten answers, congratulations. Are we? Shall, shall I crack back through the questions, and then that way you can let us know your answers, and I can mock you for both of them. Yeah. Yeah. Go for it. Okay. Backtracking to question one, which character on The Simpsons famously created a superhero alter ego called Pie Man? Their calling card was running around town, smashing pies in the faces of wrongdoers. Joe, you were The Simpsons buff on this one. What did you get? Oh, I'm dreading this. Um, I vaguely recall the episode. I just can't picture the character doing it but it is absolutely the kind of thing that I think they'd write Homer Simpson doing. So that was just my, that's what I went for. Okay. Okay. Pre, who did you pick? You say that, um, I was thinking in this long, along the same way, like how, how they write, which character would they write that in for as like an obvious thing to do? The having a pie man superhero who goes around pieing people to me was a Bart Simpson thing. However, <laughs> That when you said only um, focusing on wrongdoers, that's when I thought, is it a Lisa Simpson thing to be doing? Because, you know, she was the goody two-shoes, right? Um, I would also say so... it could be Krusty, it could be Sideshow Bob, it could be Sideshow Mel, because like the clown. Chief Wiggum mm-hmm. could be. Yeah, yeah. Is it Chief Wiggum? Well, I've gone, for, I, I, I... I've gone for Lisa Simpson in the end. Um, but... Now you point those out, it makes I me can, feel like I could be well wrong. I can tell you right now that um, I can definitely tell you that um, Bart Simpson was definitely a sidekick. The Pie Man was none other than Homer Simpson. Oh, oh, wow! It's a great guess, Joe. But, like, I think I've seen the episode, and I think that's why it kind of came to me. So, mm, fair play. He, he ended up getting blackmailed by Mr. Burns. What do you know what season this was? Was it like Good Simpsons or was it Shit Simpsons? Good Simpsons. Oh, Good Simpsons. Classic. Right. Question two. This was multi choice starting almost 50 years ago. In which small central Otago town would I find the iconic? Original location for the famous Jimmy Pie, Jimmy's Pies, A. Roxborough, B. Clyde, C. Alexandra, D. Cromwell. Pre, how'd you get on? Um, I've I've guessed Cromwell on this. Um, no real explanation as to why. <laughs> Feel like it could be from there. Um, I don't I don't think the other towns to me like, but maybe apart from Clyde, but. The other towns don't sort of stand out as having this famous thing in, in the city, but that I can remember. Cromwell, I know, is known for fruit, but uh, that's that's the best I could go. I have no idea, really. All right, so we've got no idea and Cromwell from pre. Joe, I could see you smirking there in the background. Uh, what do you reckon it is? It was a misplaced smirk, to be honest. Um, so 
I go to Wanaka a bit. Um, I've been to Clyde, been to Cromwell on a semi-regular basis. Don't recall any mention of the Pies, but to Pre's point, right, like they're the slightly bigger towns of those mentioned. Um, I did initially mm. write Alexandra, but I crossed it out and wrote Clyde, but it's total guesswork based off of just the size of the city. It's a town, ship, village, whatever it is. Doesn't have a cathedral, so um, there's definitely no uh, cathedral. So that's fair. <laughs> hey. um, I can tell you right now, you're both wrong. The answer, and Olivia got this in a heartbeat. It is Roxburgh. Nah, okay, it didn't. Mm. It was the only one I didn't really Jimmy, think about. Jimmy's pies, man. They are good to go. I've never heard of them, to be completely honest. I've you heard of them, whore mouth. I've heard of them like glancingly, but not not to the point where I think they're world famous, Dan. Like, I mean, not not wanting to contest that. I'm just saying, if Joe and I haven't really heard of it, you want to get more listeners in the South Island, yeah. or you're actively trying to shit on us? I mean, do they even have the internet in the South Island? <laughs> okay, granted, based on my technical issues, probably not. <laughs> For for reference, listeners, uh, Dan Dan takes about twenty minutes before each podcast just trying to set up his uh, his equipment. Um, which you're being very very generous to me, giving me twenty minutes. So it's usually about forty. <laughs> um, question three: A caramelized upside down apple tart is more traditionally known in French cuisine as a what? It's two words. Joe, what did you write down? So at first I just had a tantrum because it was on the tip of my tongue. I couldn't think of it. So I went the slightly offensive route of going le apple tart because um, that just just a, a friend uh, offend our French audience. But I crossed it out le apple tart. and went for le apple tart. <laughs> And, and so I crossed it out and I went for a two-worded apple dessert, which I don't think it is, but I just wrote apple turnover. I don't think that is what it is, but it's two-worded. Are you still thinking, so the it. French are going to say Done. apple turnover? All of your Sorry, apple turnover. the French-sounding thing ever. <laughs> I know, but like, I mean, le apple tart. I, mean I, I had more confidence in that than le apple tart. <laughs> Fucking hell. Bree, what did you get? Um, so my, I wrote down something straight away and then I had a panic when you talked about the pastry thing because I can't remember this thing having a pastry, but I, I'm pretty sure it is caramelized because they blowtorch this thing. I would put down creme brulee. I mean, it's a better answer than le apple tart. But no, it's a ta-ta-tan. Oh, I'm oh, never getting that. Oh, Fuck. Yeah, okay, of course. Le apple tart it is. That one's... Le <laughs> 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 apple <Genevieve. laughs> All right, question four. This is multi-choice. Multi-choice. Following years of frequent calls for its return, in which year did McDonald's bring back Georgie Pie throughout its restaurants? A, 2007, B, 2010, C, 2013, or D, 2016? Pre, what year did you write down? 
Um, I mean, yeah, stab in the dark for me. So it's 2007 I've gone for. If you, based on the fact he told me it went away in 2020, um, I feel like he must have had a decent stint. Righto, righto. Joe, how'd you get on? <clears throat> I narrowed it down to two answers, which I think I do every single um, answer. But I wrote 2010 um, because I was living at the time with a manager of McDonald's. And I may have still been living there in 2013, but I'm fairly sure it was 2010 that it came out. I remember him being very stressed at the time because of how popular it was. Great. So, Joe, uh, as a manager of of McDonald's, um, it's disconcerting that you got that one wrong. I was not a manager of McDonald's. Because the answer is 2013. I was not. I lived with the manager of McDonald's. So... Yeah. Oh, that's my bad. Effective listening, please. <laughs> well, I feel like I feel like you still should have known that. It's 2013. Both of you are wrong. 2013. I, is, I did put question marks next to it. I'm holding it up to the camera. You can see I wrote 2013 there. Ugh, yeah, damn it. The answer that you verbally gave us was 2010. So let's not start this. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. Question, no. Question yep. five, and I'm 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 just going to ask Joe for this answer because he wrote it down straight away because he had such a fun childhood. What is the fourth number after the decimal point in the mathematical constant known as pi? It is the number five. He's written down it's five. three point one four one five. Fuck! I put six. Well, it would round up to six if you're rounding. So it was three point one four one five nine two. Three point one four one five nine. Yeah. Yep. There we oh, go. Man. But it is five. Joe takes that one. <gasps> so at the halfway point, what are the what are the scores at the minute? I'm at two. Uh, I haven't got a point. Pro- <laughs> we are so bad at this why do we host a, pin, uh, a, a quiz podcast the fuck I don't know yeah I why? Don't know why whose idea that. was this <laughs> yeah the beauty of that is that the idea was praised <laughs> um, question six this is multi-choice who was the director of the award-winning f- 2012 film Life of Pi. A. Danny Boyle. B. Guillermo del Toro. C. Ron Howard. D. Ang Lee. Pre, are you going to get your first point on the board? What'd you write? No, I, I won't because I have. I again, it was a stab in the dark. <laughs> so, with my 25% shot, I went for uh, Danny Boyle. But I don't. I actually, in hindsight, I really don't think it is him who, who did that film. Joe, what's your answer, mate? Mine was just making connections from, I guess, like TV shows and stuff that I've watched. I went for Ron Howard. Um, it is a, a slightly educated stab in the dark, but hopefully it is the correct one. It is not. Ah, shit. Ooh. And sadly, pre your O from 6, it is Ang Lee. That's the only um, director I've not heard of, to be honest. <laughs> Pre is not doing well. well. For those of you who can't see before this, it really looked like he was just resting his head on his hands, going, Why do I bother with this shit? 
<laughs> um uh yeah yeah i am i'm having a, a rough time um i don't obviously from the direction around i don't know which way is up clearly and um i don't know anything about Essex. um pies and tarts either clearly <laughs> question eight this is multi-choice no sorry question seven question seven this is not multi-choice when the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie, that's amore, is a lyric sung originally by which famous member of the Rat Pack? Joe, what'd you get? I don't think it is him. However, I was having a total mind blank around the members of the Rat Pack, and I just wrote the only one that I could think of at the time, which was Frank Sinatra. But I don't think he was actually the singer of that Samori. But I wrote him down, and hopefully it's correct. Pre, what'd you get? Same as Joe. I put down the uh, Frank Sinatra um, because he's the only member that I know, or I think, is in the Rat Pack. I'm still not 100% sure on that. I'm really sorry, Pre. You're 0 from 7. The answer Jeez. is Dean Martin. Oh, my word. Oh, now you say it. It makes sense. But fuck. Question eight is multi-choice. So the South Canterbury town of Waimate is famous for making what kind of pies? Is it A, wallaby, B, rabbit, C, possum, or D, venison? Pre, is this your first point on the board? It probably won't be because I don't know. and But I try to deduce that it might be famous. So I know in, in New Zealand there's a lot of pest control, right? And possums yeah. are deemed a pest here. And, you know, someone um, would have gone, we need, species, yeah. we need to kill all the possums. Um, and we also like pies. And therefore, let's do a possum pie. Um, kill them in a delicious way. Yeah. I mean, why not? <laughs> all right. So, Pre's gone for possums. Joe, what would you go for? Mine was a stab in the dark, um, but for a different reason. So, I went for M&M. B Rabbit, that was an Eight Mile reference. What was the Eminem thing? Have you not seen the movie Eight Mile? Oh, that took oh. me a minute. Right I think on. that's a good joke. Oh, I think I deserve a point reference. regardless. Yeah, I think no, I'm taking the point for that. I don't mean I don't need it because Pre's dumb, fortunately, but for my ego. So, if either of you were ever driving through Waimate, you might see a pest control sign saying. If you see any of these, please let us know because they're an absolute massive pest. And you will see them through to Tekapur. Um, and that is for wallabies. Oh, the yeah. answer. Shit. Yeah. Is a wallaby. Yep. Yeah, they are famous for making wallaby pies. Wow. God, we're dumb. Right, now question question nine. Question nine, if either of you get this wrong, this is wildly humiliating for you both, considering this is your home country. So to be considered a traditional, authentic Cornish pasty, it must include what kind of meat? Joe, what do you answer? Firstly, I'm from Essex, so we have pie mash and liquor. Um, so what your Cornish pasties are from Cornwall, so... That's just 
wrong on Still so many levels. No, 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 no. It's, no, no, it's your country. What's traditional for me is very different to what's traditional. And no, to be considered a traditional, authentic Cornish pasty. We're, we are a country with a rich tapestry of history that I'm not always fully with across. a rich tapestry of invasion. Yes. <laughs> Fuck. Fair. Um, I, I, it was, <laughs> it was, it was a guess really. I'm not confident at all. I think pre might get this. I won't. I wrote silver side. Silver side. Yeah. You, you just it? needed to write the type of meat. Beef. Okay. Your answer is beef. Pre, what's your answer? Well, I, I just wrote beef as well, but <laughs> He's gone for all fancy. I was like, it's got to be silver side. Because <laughs> <laughs> the answer is beef. The answer Ew. is beef. And traditionally, if it's an authentic Cornish pasty, it has to be beef skirt. Mm. Well, I was wrong well, with silver side, but I'm taking the point for beef. Yeah, take the point for beef. Pre, you're on the board. Right. So Joe was on three. Correct. And Pre is finally on the board. Righto. So, what kind of pie? Question 10. What kind of pie did Jason Biggs's character, Jim Levenstein, have an unfortunate incident with in the 1999 film American Pie? Pre, kick us off, mate. Um, so, I... Uh, it was racking my memory a little bit. I've gone for a cherry pie. Gone for a cherry pie. That was all of these answer too. So good. Uh, Joe, considering I can see you tearing out your non-existent hair on this answer, what did you write? Um, a lukewarm apple pie. Oh, he even wrote the temperature. Joe is right. It is apple is pie. It's apple pie. It is... <laughs> yeah, it is apple pie because... It was in reference to earlier in the movie when he asks what third base is like and one of his mates tells him like a warm apple pie. I see. All right. Okay. Yeah. Oh, my. Oh, no. So that is 4-1. Yeah, it's 4-1. So uh, that's a terrible round again. So, Joe, (laughs) Joe, not only do you you win the quiz tonight, which is uh, unheard of for you, but um, <laughs> given our options that we were talking about earlier, you get to pick the quiz round for next week. What do you fancy? Let's go Harry Potter. Oh, we're going oh, Harry Potter way. next week. Right, no. Okay. 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 We're going get, to gonna get some Harry Potter on the quiz night. So that's going to be popular for a lot of people out there. But I, um, I'm going to warn you guys right now. That if I'm scoring one out of ten on pies, I will most likely <laughs> score zero out of ten on Harry Potter. <laughs> We've come to expect that, Pre. Don't well, worry, mate. The good news is, Pre, is that you've got over a month to study up. So, given that you have nothing else to do with your time, I'm assuming that's how you'll spend it. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. All right. So. For those of you out there listening who have gone along with the quiz tonight, please do send us in your quiz scores. I'll honestly, like we love to hear it. Send in some feedback. Let us know what you think. Was the quiz as bad as pre-mad out it was? I don't think it was, but please hit us up. Let us know about your feedback in Belia Quiz. It's on Instagram at Belia Quiz. So 
Joe, Pre, how did you feel tonight's quiz went? Obviously, Pre, we know how you feel. I'm happy. Um, again, four is kind of an embarrassing score, to be honest. But, um, you know, always good to be on the winning team twice, two weeks in a row and twice today. Nice, nice. To be fair, I am amazed every time we do a round at how you manage to um, create questions that <laughs> approach the topic from like 15,000 different angles. Because I genuinely was expecting 10 food-based questions <laughs> when we started recording this. And um, to be asked the decimal points of pi <laughs> um, is, is quite smart. So well done, Dan. Yeah, I, what's I the link with pretty, that, Dan? Pretty, pretty yeah, in, a, in, a, in a roundabout pies, what's what's the decimals of pi about? doesn't make any sense, eh, Pri? No, well, no, it does. Yeah, Joe, quit ragging on my quizzes. Wait, I was giving him a compliment, what Joe. The fuck? <laughs> I was being sarcastic, mate. I thought that was kind of explanatory. Oh. What the fuck? Well, wow. this is awkward. <laughs> oh, I've lost it. Okay, never mind. Never mind. We'll move on. We'll move on. We crowd. are three absolute battlers. Look, if you, if you want to check out the beers tonight, that three absolute battlers, fucking battlers, tried out. If you want to check them out, that we pitted against each other for Joe and Pre, they pitted two fantastic beers against each other. Check out our link tree or Instagram on the show notes. While you're online, again, please send us in your scores at Belair Quiz. We'll shout out any top scores or interesting answers. And never please forget to rate us on the platform wherever you get your podcast from. It helps other people find us. It helps us spin our shit yarns to other people as well. And it helps us have a good time. So next week, as Joe has requested, then the quiz will be about Harry Potter Joe, Pre, it's been an absolute fucking blast having the podcast with you tonight. How are you feeling? Are we looking forward to the next one? Can't wait, mate. Let's lock in our calendars early so that we don't spend another month doing it. <clears throat> I can definitely mate, wait. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be joining in it from, from fuck knows where, from, in, from any other country. It's going to be an absolute blast. So... From Joe Pre and I, thank you so much for listening. We hope you've enjoyed it. We've we definitely have. Well, Joe and I have enjoyed it. Pre is currently staying away from high ledges, but there's always next time. So from all of us here at Belia Quiz Kakite, we will catch you on the next one. We can't wait to see you.